Hi, this is Bill Wastner. We're here with Spotlight on Natural Resources. With us today is Dwayne Friend. Hi, Dwayne. How are you? I'm doing fine, Bill. Good, good. And I understand we're going to talk about something called biochar, and most people don't have any idea what that is. So why don't you take a minute and tell us about it? Well, biochar is something that, uh, well, as far as the Midwest or really even uh, most of North America, we really haven't heard a whole lot about, uh, but it's actually something that's been around for, for quite a while. Basically, what biochar is is uh, uh, a type of charcoal, and it is uh, done under very specific type of burning conditions. It's uh, uh, where you take uh, things like uh, uh, biomass, for example, and you... Uh, burn it under very low oxygen, very uh, semi-low temperature conditions, like in the, the four to 500 degree range. And what that produces is a, a, a type of charcoal that uh, can then be used as a soil amendment. And this is something that was used by um, people in uh, South America 500 up to 2,000 years ago on some of the, the soils uh, in the Amazon. And the, the soils around there are inherently very poor soils for growing things. And what they've seen is uh, in that area that even today, the soils where this stuff was applied to uh, are still fantastic soils for growing things. So uh, it, it was used back then as a soil amendment, and it's something that even though it hasn't been applied to that area for hundreds of years, is still providing uh, really good soil amendment and uh, inherent productivity to that area. So it's something that uh, people here in the United States and, and other areas of the world are beginning to look at a lot more in terms of soil amendment, uh, carbon sequestration, and all of that. So what does it do for the soil that is improving it? One of the big things is that, well, whenever you add any type of organic matter to the soil, it, that is uh, a good thing for soils. And this particular type of organic matter and this, uh, this type of carbon that's added to the soil um, provides a lot of uh, soil nutrient retention. So in other words, the, the, the nutrients that plants need for growing things are going to be retained in that type of uh, environment uh, a lot more than they would be otherwise. So, for example, if you added biochar into a soil, added that carbon into the soil, and then you added fertilizer to that soil, that fertilizer is going to stay in place much longer than it would otherwise, where some of the, the nutrients may get uh, taken below the root zone. Uh, this stuff allows those nutrients to be retained in the root zone for a much longer period of time. Interesting. So, uh, is there research being done actively on on this? Uh, it's it's ramping up pretty uh, pretty quickly here in the United States. Uh, there are places uh, throughout not only the Midwest but on the East Coast and West Coast where they're they're beginning to look at this. And there's really quite a bit that they need to do with this because there really hasn't been a whole lot of research done uh, in this type of climate. Uh, like I said before, where the stuff was originally used was in an area that had uh, extremely warm, wet climate. So they really need to look at this in terms of what soils are like here in the United States with our more temperate climate. Uh, some of the research that I've seen shows that um, uh, because of this being a more temperate climate, uh, the biochar may react a little bit differently than it would 
otherwise. So uh, they really need to do a lot more research in this area, but uh, there's a lot of people beginning to look at it. Uh, and like I said before, one of the, the aspects of this is that they're looking at this kind of as developing a byproduct from uh, developing uh, bioenergy or biofuels. And right. And, and the other interesting thing you said is that uh, there's uh, carbon sequestration involved here, and that has other benefits for the environment too, right? Exactly. One of the, the reasons that they're looking at this for the uh, carbon sequestration side of things is the fact that this material, once it's in the soil, sticks around for a long period of time. So in other words, it doesn't decompose very rapidly. So once you get this carbon into the soil and it's there, it's going to stay there for hundreds or in some cases, you know, even longer. Uh, and it is going to eventually degrade, but uh, the longer that that carbon stays in the soil, the more of it is out of the atmosphere in the form of carbon dioxide. So um, when this is added to the soil, uh, it's, it's essentially going to act as a carbon sink. So what kinds of things will be used or could be used um, as sources for making biochar? really depends on um, what materials are available. Again, it's going to be, has to be some type of, of organic material, whether you're looking at uh, in terms of uh, bioenergy crops, whether you're looking at corn stover, whether you're looking at switchgrass, miscanthus, uh, any of those things, uh, even the, the, the possibility of using uh, wood chips uh, might be a possibility. So it, it really depends on the, the type of material available. And again, this is one of the areas where a lot of research has to be done because not all biochar uh, is probably going to be the same in terms of its overall quality. So a lot's going to depend on what that material uh, originally was. Um, and there is research uh, being done, uh, including at the University of Illinois, where they're, they're looking at different types of materials, uh, turning it into biochar, and then going to, to look at the uh, basically the soil qualities of it in terms of how good it might be as a soil amendment. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this something that is actively being marketed or just researched right now? Well, I know that there are people that are interested in, in uh, developing this, but I, I would say at this point that it's really more on the research side of things. Uh, we really need to know a lot more about how this stuff is going to react in the soil and, again, the, the benefits of it uh, within this our climate. Uh, so we, we, we still have a ways to go before we can uh, – uh, develop it, and the other aspect of it is developing it on a, a commercially viable scale. That that's another area where a lot of research has to be done. Sure. Well, with all the rain that we've been getting, we we may may worry more about nutrient leaching around here too. But. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly true. So, uh, where can we go to get more information about this, Dwayne? Uh, well, if you uh, if you go onto the uh, the internet and basically just did a search on biochar, there are a lot of sites up. I would suggest that if people are really looking at the research side of things, uh, you know, do a basic search on bio, biochar research. And like I say, there are a number of universities, including the University of Illinois, that's that's uh, doing research. Uh, uh, other universities like Cornell and uh, Iowa State and those areas are also uh, beginning to uh, look at this area. So there's uh, a lot of 
university research uh, that's beginning to uh, to move forward with this. And if they wanted to do a, a general search in that area, I think that they would find a lot of good information, at least to show how things are beginning to uh, progress. Oh, very good. Cutting edge uh, stuff, and, and we very much thank you for talking to us about it today. That's been Dwayne Friend, and I'm Bill Wasner for Spotlight on Natural Resources.